0: Amber Tresca, and this is about IBD. It's my mission to educate people living with Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis about their disease and to bring awareness to the patient journey. Welcome to episode 81. During the summer, we were all concerned about what school would look like in the pandemic. We went back and forth about the choices that we needed to make for our families. My family decided on the hybrid model. What this means is that my 10 year old goes to in-person school every day for about two and a half hours, and she completes the rest of her instruction from home. I try to check in with my kids regularly about how they're doing with hybrid school and how they think their classmates are doing. But even now, when we're all on top of each other, all the time, we're often tending to our own work and my schedule in particular continues to be hectic. That's why I decided to sit down with both of my kids and find out how they've been coping with the pandemic, what their worries are, and what their hopes are for the future. The last time I interviewed them was in 2018 on episode 25. So it was time to hear their voices again. In this episode, you'll hear my daughter, and in the next episode, which will be 82, you'll hear my son. My daughter has a good understanding of what we're doing to keep ourselves and others safe and what it might mean if one of us becomes ill. She was really excited to be interviewed and to work together on developing this episode. I hope our conversation gives you some hope as well as a few laughs. Stay to the end to hear her tips on how kids can talk to their parents about things that are worrying them. How old are you? 10. And what grade are you in? fifth and what's school like right now <sighs> fifth grade
1: well it's gone pretty good we actually haven't gotten any cases well actually we have we did have a case but it wasn't a kid it was an adult and we just had to sit out for a few days but we came back and um, I think school is going pretty good. We're, you know, we're doing hybrid and, you know, things are going nicely. And the best part is that it's only three hours. And then, like, if we, if we went back full time, it would be like, oh, my gosh, how long do I how much more longer do I have to sit here? Um,
0: you say case. What, what do you mean case? Case like of what?
1: Case of COVID or probably just any sickness, really.
0: Mm-hmm. And at this point, you have not been in full time school since no. last March. It so I'm trying. I'm trying yeah. to calculate how many months <laughs> that is right it, now. It's been
1: like seven. It's been like eight six months. months. Yeah. yeah, eight, seven, eight months.
0: Yeah. And You finished up fourth grade, uh huh, completely fourth grade. remote. Yeah, and then fifth grade, we're do we had a choice for fifth grade of doing full remote still or going into what they call hybrid. So what what does this mean, hybrid? What's hybrid school for you in fifth grade?
1: Well, hybrid means that you're doing both. So you're not only doing remote, but you're also doing um, in person. So um, it's either cohort A or cohort B for different times, so if you're in uh, cohort A, you would be in the morning, so you would come in there, you'd be at eight o'clock, you know, it would still be three hours, and then you would have remote learning after school, and then if you're in cohort B, which I am in, you would do, you know, remote remote things in the morning, and, you know, have like art or PE, and, you know, do that virtually, and then you would come to school at 12 o'clock, and... It would be in, like, the afternoon, and then you come back at, like, 3, which is good because I am a little bit rushed with my things.
0: What are some of the things that you need to do when you go to school in order to make sure that kids and adults are not spreading the virus? Well, what you have to do is you definitely have to wear a mask, obviously,
1: but you have to keep it on at all times and you have to say, um, stay at least six or three feet apart. And our tables, uh, it's two, two people at a table. And so for cohort A and cohort B, they split it up. So it's like eight person, eight people in this group, eight people in that group. So it's less people. Um, so it's two people at, uh, each table. And then you would also probably have to stay distanced, um, you know, when you're in the hallway. Most of the kids are not the best at doing that because you can't really, really predict if you're six feet or three feet, but um, we do pretty good at staying distanced. Um, also, if you want to take, like, a water break, you just, like, turn around and take and take your mask off really quickly and um, just take a water sip. And then... You could also, we also do a mask break and we would just go outside for 10 minutes, you know, be uh, be socially distanced and, you know, just take off our mask and breathe for 10 minutes. But sometimes, actually probably all the time, we actually, uh, everyone splits up. So it'll be way more than six feet apart. Like people will go to like a tree and then people will go to like an other tree and like some people would like go to the rocks and like dig holes or something. I don't know why. But that's pretty much what uh, we've been doing.
0: Do you remember the first day that we went back to school? Your first day of hybrid school. Well, yes, I
1: actually do remember the first time of hybrid. Um, I was actually quite scared. I was I did not know what was going on. I was like, okay, what do I do? And you know, I was so stressed that you know I started sweating. And then at the end of the day, I would come and I would be like sweating so and then um when we did what was it was it the trial trial run yeah
0: Yeah. there was initially the first thing that we did thank you for reminding me because I actually forgot was that you went to school for a day prior to starting your real classes so we went over and you were there for like an hour an hour and a half something like that and I think it was basically like to meet your teacher just to understand how the drop-off and the pickup procedure would go because there are some things that are involved there as well. Like, for instance, you need to use some hand sanitizer before you go into the school. Yes, definitely.
1: And what they used to do, um, they still probably ask you to do it now, but you would go in there and um, actually before you do that, they actually told us on the trial run that you probably have to, before you come into school take your temperature. Now, I we actually started doing this, but later on, it didn't really matter so much. I think people kind of slacked on that. So, um, I mean, we also had to, like, every mask break, we would always just get, like, a squirt of hand sanitizer, also when we come in.
0: Yeah, so it's a lot to remember, right?
1: Yes, I actually remember it because it's, like, so stuck in my mind.
0: Yeah, I, I just remember the first day, probably at the at the the teacher meetup day, and then also on your first day, many of you hadn't seen each other. Now, we had seen some of your friends here and there, outside, at different points during the summer, but this was the first time that you were back together with your classmates, and it struck me because you guys all got in line, six feet apart, And we're getting ready to go into the classroom. And then there's only one class in the hallway at any particular time. Yeah. So we were standing outside. And obviously, we all know each other. It's a small neighborhood school. And you guys were very quiet. It was quiet. You guys weren't really talking to one another. I was a little bit concerned that in the beginning you guys would be so excited to see one another that you would be running up and hugging and all of this. But what happened was so the exact opposite that I was was a little worried at first because I thought maybe that school would turn out to be really stressful for you guys. And yes, it was stressful, but
1: the reason I think it was probably, and still now it's very stressful for everyone, and people know that they're not supposed to do this and they're, like, afraid to do it. So they're just like, like, guys will come up to me. And she would be like, oh, hi. And then, like, she would, like, kind of, like, back up a little bit to avoid, like, trying to hug me.
0: Right, but now it's different. Now yes, you guys now, are... Yeah, now it's different. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are more what I would have expected to seen from the very beginning, although you do keep your distance. You guys aren't hugging on each other. You... Sometimes get a little close, even outside, so I think everyone's gotten more comfortable. Um, It's been quite some time since I've had to remind anybody to put their mask on or to put their mask over their nose, which is lovely, so I think the kids are getting used to wearing masks while they're at school. It seems like it's actually going pretty well. It's it's exceeded my expectations, I think, for in-person school. I also want to ask you, though, about what it has been like to be physically distant this whole time. Because we have had some outdoor playdates here and there. But for the most part, we've been keeping to ourselves. We've gone to the zoo a couple of times. We go to the beach a lot. But just our family... And I'm wondering how that has been for you and what your thoughts are on it, because I think due to the fact that we don't know how COVID-19 would affect me, we've probably been more strict about the physical distancing than other people are.
1: Yeah, so I think it's fine that, you know, we, we, uh, I have to be outside with my friends and, you know, that's, that's good <laughs> uh, about so for the beach I think it's fine that we're just by ourselves and I think we've probably been good on things you know um we haven't really done any like inside things um we have done a lot outside and I think it's whatever is appropriate for this kind of time is what I'll have to stick with <laughs> so i just think that's pretty good oh and the zoo the zoo is good because um we've only been there with a few friends and you know we've all kept our distance and we come early so there's like nobody there (laughs) so that's good
0: What do you think is the thing that you miss most about not having to be physically distant and to stay at home? Um, I haven't really
1: missed much. I do miss um, like going inside <laughs> with my <laughs> friends, and especially since some of my friends, you know, they they're always like baking, and then I'd bake with them. And we, we would make like, I don't know, cinnamon rolls, cookies sometimes and that was really great. And then sometimes when I go inside with my friends, you know, we do like drawing, we, you know, play Mario Kart and you know, we also, you know, jump on the bug bed, you know, we play Roblox and it's been I've I just miss that.
0: You miss being in person with yeah. your friends. Yeah, and as it gets colder, it's been more challenging to be outside. Like we don't want to be outside. Yeah,
1: especially since it's getting to winter now and you can't, if we're only allowed to be outside and we want to go with a friend, we can't really because it's super cold outside. Mm -hmm. So it's like getting less and less of the opportunities Mm -hmm. to be with a friend. Mm
0: -hmm. What do you think you want to do when it's okay for us to go and go back to life the way that it was before the pandemic? I think I would want to do everything. <laughs> I would go
1: to Disney. I would want to go back to West Palm Beach. I would want to go
0: everywhere, just everywhere in general that we've been to. It sounds like travel, though. You want to get back to traveling again. Yes. Yeah. I love traveling. <laughs> yeah. I know you do. Ever since you were very small, we took you everywhere that we went with us, obviously. And you always did really well. and. You like riding on the plane. Um, Car was not your favorite. No, I
1: I usually get carsick, but I'm not so carsick that I throw up. It just feels like I'm going to, but I don't. And um, even if you mentioned just going to a hotel, I will be like, yay! Because I like going to hotels because they're always
0: so fun. I don't know why. (laughs) Do you think that you're doing okay during this time? I think you know, things have been going pretty well. Mm -hmm. Are you worried about getting sick with COVID?
1: Not really, because if I do, since I'm a child, I know it won't be as bad for me as it is for people who are a lot older, but I still think just because I'm a child doesn't mean that it will be great. So um, I think I'd probably be okay. I'd probably just have to, like, stay in bed a lot and... I don't know, drink soup all day, although I'm not a fan of soup, but
0: (laughs) Um, I just probably have to do that. Are you concerned about my getting sick with COVID or your dad? Yes, because you guys are older than me and it could be
1: more of a risk. And if you guys um, get sick who will, like, take care of us, because you probably obviously have to be somewhere. And, um... Where would we have to be? I don't know, probably in bed or in the hospital mm-hmm. or... Um, Hopefully not the hospital. Well, not the hospital, but, like,
0: I don't know, honestly.
1: Where we'd, do have to go? Be, we'd have
0: to be <laughs> separated, probably, yeah. if one of us got sick.
1: Yeah. And, but... I'm more worried about what would happen to you guys more than being separated because, um, you know, things... you, You don't know what could happen. And I just think that we'll try and be more careful if one of you
0: ever gets it. Do you have anything else that you want to add?
1: Okay, so my question for you is how would you feel if I got COVID?
0: Well... Logically, I know that you are young and you're healthy, and so you would do well. There's a small chance that you could have a more serious course and we would have to deal with that. But I also know that we have excellent resources where we are here and we're very privileged in that way. I think while you were ill and recovering I would be very anxious. I don't know that I would be able to sleep well. I don't think that I would want you to be separate from me, so I would probably still wanna be near you and that would mean that we would have to be very careful. The thing that worries me most is that I could unknowingly uh, pick up the virus for instance running an errand or doing something where I can't be distanced from other people and bringing it home and making you or your brother or your father sick that would um, that would be really upsetting to me and that's probably the thing that I worry about most
1: Aww. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are if I ever do get covid or any of us get covid we will have to stay in bed, and you would probably have to, like, put a slot, like, make a slot in the door and, just like, slide food and water through it. And, you know, like, a blanket. And you would probably, like, use, like, text or walkie-talkie if you need anything. And they would probably have to, like, not talk. So if they, um, if any one of us, like, if that person in bed talks they could probably be spreading what they already have so you would just have to like stay in bed and just be like okay i'm gonna get my phone mom can you get me some chicken and <laughs> be like that and then he would, like chicken would come through the slide it's <laughs> like a bag of chicken <laughs> be like okay Thank you, thanks chicken. and then you know and then and then if it was like I don't know, for like a few days or maybe a week, it would be funny because then like your text slot would be like so full. It would be like so many texts from you wanting food and water and a blanket and whatever. So I think it's just funny, but that's probably what you would have to do. It's not easy to talk about things that are bothering us. That's why I have five tips for kids on how to talk to their parents. Tip number one, think about what you want to say ahead of time. If you have something you want to talk about, make a plan about how you'll bring it up. That will make it easier for you. Tip number two, pick a good time and place to talk. It's better to have a good talk when you're feeling like it. It's also helpful to find a place where you will be comfortable and won't be interrupted. Tip number three, try to be honest. It's okay to ask for help from your parents when you need it. They'll want to know if you're worried or unhappy about something. Tip number four, be patient with your parents. Parents don't always understand everything about being a kid in the modern days, so you might have to help them with some things. Tip number five, take a break and talk again another time if you need to. Sometimes it takes more than one time to talk over everything that you're feeling.
0: Hey, super listener. Special thanks this week goes to my daughter for sitting down with me to talk about the pandemic and for helping me write some tips for kids on how to talk to their parents. My daughter doesn't have social media handles for you to follow her, but I will ask you to do something different instead. My daughter is the kindest person I know. So this week, she asks that you do something kind for another person. I, however, am on social media, and you can find me across all platforms as About IBD and on my website at aboutibd.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, until next time, I want you to know more about IBD. About IBD is a production of Mal and Tal Enterprises. It is written, produced, and directed by me, Amber Tresco. Mix and sound design is by Matt Cooney. Theme music is from Cooney Studio.
1: Okay, good job. Now, do you have any questions left for me?
0: <laughs> I, think, um, I think that was all the questions I was going to ask you. Okay. You good? Yeah. <laughs>